0: If Eve could speak, I imagine she'd weep for woman. I imagine she'd weep for who God had originally ordained her to be. But I also believe that she'd smile. I also believe that she'd fight because you, woman, are worth fighting for. <laughs> yo what's up ladies yo I, I really uh do appreciate you guys joining me today but before we do anything else i want to start with prayer if that's okay dear god thank you for 2021 God, thank you for um, another year of opportunity, God, another year, oh God, to lift your name and to give you all of the glory and honor and praise, God. Thank you for another opportunity, Father, to get it right, God. Thank you for another opportunity, oh God, to use our voices, to uplift your name, oh God, to uplift your people and your mission and your way, God. Lord, I pray, Father, that you use this time as you see fit, Father. Lord, I pray, God, that it that it lifts you up, oh God, and that it makes you proud, Father. I pray, God, that we can be the women that you have designed us to be, God, not only in this moment, oh God, but for the many moments to come, God. And it's in your Son, Jesus Christ's name, I pray and I thank you, God, for an opportunity to speak yet again.
1: Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Yo, yo, yo. Welcome. Welcome back, man. If Eve could speak, what would she say? Yo, I got my homies. I got some homies with me today, y'all. Um, Janelle, say what's up to the peeps. Hi, everybody. Hey. How y'all doing? <laughs> and of course you guys know Faith. Jirayu Monet. Yo, say what's up to him. Hey, y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So the name of this one topic that I've been really um, that's been really in my spirit, and it keeps ringing, and I can't let it go, um, is speak. So the title of this episode is speak. Of course, we we all know the um, the podcast itself is if Eve could speak, let's just see how God you use this very concept to create the very existence of the world. It's a new year, yo, it's a new year. And this year has definitely come with its problems already. It's tragedies, it's, it's triumphs. And I just want to spend a little time kind of just talking through that a little bit. Ladies, tell me what's going on. What do you guys see so far in this year? What, what, what are some things that are sticking out to you?
1: It feels like everything has happened in this past, how long has it been? Two weeks? Yeah,
0: like, two weeks in.
1: like we have two weeks worth but it feels like feels like months to be honest mm. at least on my side i feel like what i'm seeing is you know people really deciding what they're going to represent mm. yeah and what they're going to say and i think it's important also for us you know as believers to kind of just sit back and look at everything and think what does God have to say about this? For
0: sure
1: because I see a lot of people kind of like jumping to the first conclusion that comes to their mind, but you know, I feel like now is the time that we really should be asking God for insight. Mm-hmm. you know we really do we, we really do need His wisdom and His knowledge right now more than ever, you know, when it's so easy to give an opinion to speak when you know we don't have all the information. That's kind of how I'm looking at it.
0: I love it. I love it. Yeah, I think you're definitely right. Um, there's so much going on in our world. There's so, uh, many things happening amongst just our nation. Um, so much just stuff, yo. Know? um, and I've been having so many conversations with a lot of different people. About our nation and you to get all of the different perspectives and you hear a lot about what's in a man's heart and just what's in a woman's heart, even um, just by the way they think and they respond to what's going on um, at this time. Faith, what are you
2: thinking? Um, I don't know about y'all, but for me, I was low key scared to step into 2021. Because, <laughs> like, 2020 was so crazy. It felt like, you know, I always use, like, the analogy of, like, riding the Mustang. You know how Sarah Jakes talked about, mm-hmm. like, you know, headwind and then her wig. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for wig her husband's lost. birthday. Because she was like, you know, I'm the wife, but sometimes I want to be a girlfriend. <laughs> you know, that's how, like, life is. You know, we want to be married to God, but sometimes I want to be a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just felt like the you know, I was scared. I'm like, man, 2020 was crazy. Even though, like, God was still so good. Like, he kept us, you know. I was mm-hmm. still blessed to have a job. I mean, and for those who don't know, I am a frontline worker. So, I mean, I've been at my job site this entire time, you know? So Mm. that part, and then I haven't had COVID. So that's a blessing within itself. And so Mm. many people at my job have had corona. I think for me, like I was trying to make it through 2020 (laughs) because it was just seemed like it was just so much like bumps and like hurdles in the road and just trying to keep up. But 2021, I was kind of didn't know what to expect. It's kind of like you know how like you look when the car is passed twice to make sure that it's safe mm. before you go on the street. That's how I kind of felt about 2021 and just life in general right now because you we don't you don't really know. So much crazy stuff has been happening yeah. with the pandemic. You know, racism, prejudice, like it's been crazy.
0: Amen. Amen. Yeah, man, that's 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 real. That's real. But I think that that's what's so special about about just being believers. We have uh we have many opportunities to start over. Um uh, we have God gives us every day that we uh open our eyes every day that we're able to breathe again is another opportunity for us to start over. And so ladies, i want to start over today. I want to start over at the beginning in Genesis. Genesis one, God creates this universe. He creates this space. He creates this place with his words. He spoke it and it was, he thought it and it came to be. And then we get in Genesis two, mm-hmm. where at this point, yes, God has created this universe. And he rests on the Sabbath. And then he says something that is, is so special, and I believe that it still rings re- to this day. God says, "Let us make man in our image." So just as God created this universe, God just as God created uh, th- our entire being, just how He knitted us together with his thoughts and, and with his words. We knit together our situations. We knit together our circumstances with the way we think and how we speak about it. What a man thinketh, so is he. What do you guys think about that? Which part? (laughs) You know, start wherever you may. I know I just said a lot, but man, I got a whole lot of thoughts in my head right now.
1: I think it's funny that you even brought up Genesis because that was what I was thinking of, you know, when you asked me to be a part of this episode is that, you know, we as believers, like our words hold weight, you know, and our words hold weight because of our affiliations. We are affiliated with Christ. We are affiliated with God, the father, and we're affiliated with the Holy Spirit. And that was just something that was on my mind is like, when we speak, as believers people are really listening to what we say and yeah you know we have to make sure that you know we're representing Christ because being affiliated with Christ means that you know his words should be our words mm-hmm. and we kind of don't like to think about it like that but
2: mm-hmm.
1: that's what it is like we're we're affiliated with the God who said let there be light and light showed up <laughs>
0: yeah that's real, and you know what's crazy is that even even if we aren't affiliated with Christ, even if we aren't necessarily believers, our thoughts, our words, what we think they still hold weight. so if I think I'm a nobody, I'm a nobody because what a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If I say that I'll never amount to anything, guess what I'm never going to amount to anything even if I accomplish the world, I still never will amount to anything because what a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If I think that I'll never get married, what a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If I think that I can never be whole, that I can never be forgiven, that I can never be great, what a man thinketh in his heart, so is he.
2: Just to jump off that, you know, like, when you say what a man speaking in his heart, so is he. It's not more so even that when I read the scripture for me, because I that was something in my own personal life that I struggle with. Like, so was mm-hmm. a man thinking, so was he? Because it's really, really cuts you, you know, yeah. when you think about everything that you think about yourself. And I and I pondered on that like before, and I like came up with like the revelation. It's not the fact of what you thinking about yourself is that what you think you believe and you speak that Mm, yeah you know what i mean so then you walk into that destiny of the things that you speak so if i'm if i'm in my heart i have hatred it's not going to be long before i'm speaking that yeah and i'm walking into that and my behaviors are reflecting that of those that show hatred but then i say that I love God. I say that I'm for the people, but I'm only for the people if you look like me or if you agree with me. And you know what I mean? So that part of it that you said is super special. And then I've been taking a seminary class and Dr. Darius Daniels has just been blowing my top back, man. If you've never heard of him, like you should check him out. He changed church. Um, And he was really talking about how like even we talking about Genesis, right? And it's a lot of God producing, 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 and is not only is He producing, but He's being productive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And He's He's sowing fruits and all of these different things, and He's creating this area for us. And it's like you know, He Doctor Darius said something the other day that really resonated with me. He was like, "You can have people being productive, but not fruitful," mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I think sometimes as believers, like with the condition of the world that's going on right now, like even the, the thing that just happened at the Capitol, mm-hmm. you have people feeling like they're being very productive, and in, and in, in what's fruitful.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah.
1: Especially because, like, you know, the way um, I kind of read it drives the same way you do. Um, i found a translation that kind of made the most sense to me it was like the mouth speaks from the overflow of the heart so what comes up out of your mouth is an overflow of your heart so it's like you know we can claim christ but like what's coming out of your mouth is in your heart and we kind of like to separate the words from how we really are and how we really think and how we really feel like oh it's, i just said i didn't mean to say that but that's it's kind of been sitting there for a while in your heart until you until you say it so like even with everything that's going on in the nation it's like you know people who claim christ or us who claim christ like Mm -hmm. is there hatred coming out of our mouths towards people who could be god's children like Mm -hmm. you know that's what i was thinking like you know i may be on the opposite side but any one of those people could have had god in their heart you know and felt like they were doing the right thing that's not for me to judge like And that's kind of how I was looking at it. I was like, you know, we kind of take everything at face value and then make a quick decision as to what's right and what's wrong. And I think this year and twenty twenty is really showing us that, you know, sometimes you need to really think about think about the thing not at surface level so if you think about you know we're not this is not like a political podcast but if you just kind of think about both sides we both kind of come to the agreement that there's a change that needs to happen we just don't agree about how that change is supposed to go about yeah that's one thing we can all agree on is that the system is broken and that's kind of what i saw you know viewing everything that happened is like wow so you mean to tell me like You know, people on both sides are angry. People on both sides are frustrated. They're upset. And, you know, the solution that people are talking about, you know, oh, we need this. We need that. It's like, really what we need is Christ. And that's such like a cliche answer. Like, what what is he going to do? Like, he's going to heal all of that brokenness inside of you so that when you step in front and give your opinion, it's not full of so much hate and so much anger. Like there'll be a peace about you. Like you'll have self control, you know. He'll heal that inside part of you that can't be healed through like a political affiliation or being associated with different types of group or even getting who you want in the White House. So some of the people who got who they want in the White House, they're they're not really peace at peace, you know. There's always going to be another issue. There's always going to be another fight, but you know, to have to walk in that peace that Jesus talks about, to walk in that self control is in my mind like should be like the forefront of everybody's minds.
2: Mm. Amen. And and I think too, like one of the the biggest things for me, like it has to be like we talking about Genesis and like we create it in God's own image. Like we can't forget that you know and and i think that's so so important because it's so easy to forget who you are and be in this world and not of this yeah. world you know we so distracted by the things that are going on in this world but and then you know back to the stuff i was learning in like my seminary classes it was talking about the universal calling like even when we're talking about genesis and god creating and having like god created all of this for us out of love everything he did in this chapter was completely out of love you don't create nobody in your own image unless you create that out of love so like the universal calling of christ you there's like it's like living in your mama house you know it's certain rules and regulations that you got to have when you live in your mama house cleaning up like mm-hmm. being respectful it's the same thing with god you know even though like we don't we're not always gonna agree with your brother or sister in christ but you have a universal calling to mm-hmm. steal love you know to show kindness those basic bare minimum, you that's the universal calling for every disciple of Christ, every mm. child of God. I don't care if you black, white, yellow, mm. green, whatever, that's the universal calling. And I think too, we miss that. We we the part that's so important about Christ, like everybody mm. deserves love. Everybody. Like no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, that's a universal calling. You even see it in, in the scripture. Jesus talking to the, the woman at the wheel. He's touching, you know, leopards. Um, he's healing people who ain't never been touched before. He's healing a woman who had a blood disease for 12 years. You know, you see it all throughout the scripture. Like, he deals with people uniquely different because every person is individually special. But everybody still gets the, bare, the, the basic universal calling. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. And what's so crazy as well, too, just even going back to Genesis 2, God creates man. And God sees that. Wait a minute, something's missing. And he says, It is not man, it is not good that man should be alone. So, what does he do? He puts man to sleep. And from the man, he creates this other being woman. In Fave, I remember you and I talking of having this conversation, uh, probably last week sometime about um, why would Adam call Eve woman? Why was that important? Well, again, let's break that down. Woman, there's two syllables here. We have man, of course. Woman, co- woman comes from man, but what is the mm-hmm. W O part? Woman is man with a womb. Why mm-hmm. would Eve call, why would Adam call Eve woman? Because Eve is man but with a womb. Eve is special because he does something that Adam could not do. Adam could not exist yeah, alone, Adam could not thrive alone. So God creates this suitable companion for him. And what's different about her? Is that this is how it is through woman that man is going to be able to be fruitful and multiply? Because we all know that without a woman, Mm -hmm. how do we get babies? How do we get offspring? How do we get Jesus? God understood that. And so did Adam initially. Because he says, Go ahead, I'm sorry.
2: No, I said that's good. Keep
0: oh, for sure. it. Um, he even says, um, here, and I'm reading out the Good News Bible again. Um, in in Genesis 2, verse 23, um, it reads, Then the man said, At last, here is one of my own kind, bone taken from my bone, and flesh from my flesh. Woman is her name, because she was taken out of man. Adam understood woman's purpose. Adam understood her design. He understood why she was necessary. And I think the true problem is we don't understand why we're all necessary. Why Republican, Democrat, Black, slave, Jew, why we're all necessary? That's it. What do you guys think about that?
1: I feel like Right now, at this very moment, like in culture, we're all wrapped up in our identities, these self-identifications that we've created. Like, okay, so I'm a black woman, but then I'm also college educated. So I show up in the world a different type of way than a white man who didn't go to college. Or I show up a different type of way than a Jew or a Muslim and LGBT. Everybody's talking about like their self-identification. And as long as we're dealing with our, what we define ourselves as, we will never be truly identified because the only identity that we have is in Christ. And so I think the reason why Adam knew Eve's purpose, because when he looked at her and said, woman, I'm pretty sure he also looked at it as, you know, this is something that someone that God gave me as a companion. And he knew what what she was there for and vice versa. She knew what he was there for. And so their identities came directly from God, you know? And until we really understand our identity in Christ, like the world can define you however they see fit. And you'll constantly be struggling with an identity that doesn't just, it doesn't feel quite right. You know, even if you come up with the perfect adjectives to describe yourself. It'll never feel completely whole. And that's something that I kind of went through is like, you know, trying to find my identity, you know, being affiliated with certain, certain groups. I keep using the word affiliated. That's just on my mind, affiliated with certain groups and like, you know, being identified, okay, I'm this, I, and I have these attributes. So that makes me whole, that makes me a person. And this is why I'm relevant. This is why I should show up in the world. This is why I'm important. And now, that feels like you know what everybody's trying to do is find their identity, but you know maybe finding it in the wrong places, I don't know,,
2: and I think too, just being aware, um like what you were saying, you know, I don't think there's nothing wrong with um uh, we have so many different traits mm-hmm. that make us who we are, right? The most important is like Christ knowing who you are in Christ and. I just keep, I'm learning so much. And then we talking about it. So it's just kind of making me bring it up. But like when we talking about, even for Jesus, Jesus knew who he was in Christ. That's why when everybody was saying, who is this man who come eat with sinners? He spent time with God. You know, he was in prayer all the time. He knew who he was in God. And not, nothing that nobody said about him ever affected his character because he knew who he was. You know, and even like when we talking about like back in Genesis, I think it's important to, like really hone in on this. Like when Fabian, you were saying, God created, you know, Eve and put Adam to sleep. He said, now, uh, mm-hmm. finally one of my kind." It never even honed in on what she looked like, mm-hmm. what skin color she was, who she was. And he didn't give. <laughs> she just looked like him. She <laughs> was human. That's what it was. He like she was an animal. She was human. She. <laughs> exactly <laughs> she wasn't mufasa she yes. wasn't bambi he said listen Don't take me i back know to you, my you look like <laughs> we, we gotta go there because i think sometimes we miss that <laughs> we miss the fact that like we see people as in not oh you look like me and you see it was instant love and god even honed in on him. he said they both was naked and, and they, they weren't bears that was the, that was my you know what i mean point. yes they, they weren't even embarrassed because they clearly didn't know. They weren't living or talked to hate. Mm-hmm. You remember he, he put that tree in there and said, this is the tree of good and evil, don't eat from it. But, I mean, and we Faye probably going to talk to you about that later, you know, about the fall of men. But even then, before then, it was never us talking about nobody's skin color and, you know, what this person, this person, the Jew, yeah. and he, you look like me. So automatically is is love. This is what God's like. This is who He created, and it was, you know, it wasn't even nothing more than that. And then like I read this, and this blew my mind. Like I could not understand. Like it talks about in Genesis two, how it had never rained before, you know. And all everybody, I don't know if everybody knew like the story of Noah um, and how like important that was. Boom! It rained. It had never rained before you know, but I even was thinking about that, Fave, like, remember when I kept telling you, I was like, man, there's something here I see, I just can't get it out Mm -hmm. of my mind, but it was the fact that it had never rained before, and I don't know if this is, like, what God is saying here, but while he said the water came from under the ground, and just watered, like, and, you know, like, basically just kind of, sprinkled on the, the earth i'm pretty sure just the water the, the land but nothing rain because i don't feel like it was hate and all that stuff mm-hmm. to wash away yeah
0: that's real i want to go back to verse 25 Faith, you brought this up uh you talked a little bit about it um where it says the man and woman were both naked but they were not embarrassed why would they not be embarrassed mm-hmm because this is all they know. They were exposed already. Sin had not yet entered the picture. All they have is the thoughts and the words and just the affirmations from God. That's what the man spoke to woman. You are born of my bone and flesh of my flesh.
1: You look like me me. and you're uncorrupted, you know, and we even say like, you are, you are taught to hate, but I think it's, it's really like when the enemy shows up in your life is that's when those things happen. We kind of put it on people like, oh, your parents taught you racism. Your parents taught you all of these things have a source. And until we start calling it what it is, we going to keep fighting with people about this we're going to we're we're going to only touch the surface.
0: Yep. You're going to keep fighting a person. And the first even glimpse that we see of this is uh after the fall. And you see the first murder ever mm-hmm. is a brother killing mm-hmm. his killing his own flesh and blood, his brother. And you see what's really cool about that is that it's like who taught you to kill? Like who like who even know that that existed? But guess what? Sin mm-hmm. was in play. Sin was in the picture. So we can say all day, "Oh yeah, yeah yo, great. yeah, your mama taught you to be like that, or your daddy taught you to be like that." Sin is in complete in the play. We battle not against flesh mm-hmm. and blood. Speak to the thing. Yep. Speak that. What is the thing that you're really mad at? It's not yep. Joe or Jane. It's that mm-hmm. spirit. And spirits recognize
2: spirits. And I'm glad you said that because I think too, when I feel like we forget that, that this is, we wrestle not against, but because we think like, oh, you know, this person that just taught that too, and it's even too the same way when people turn a blonde out of things mm-hmm. because you don't want to, you know what I mean? You don't really want to ruffle feathers and you don't really want to address things that need to be addressed. And I mean, even Jesus, I just love the fact that like, even when I'm thinking about it now, how he went and touched people who nobody felt like needed mm. to be touched, you know, and just kind of honing on the fact that like nobody, like this has to do, this is so much bigger than the things that we see because we see things with our naked eye. And like I was saying before, it's so hard for us to, even for me, like I'm I'm guilty of it. Like when I was listening to the seminary and he's um, like the classes and he was just talking about how we always looking for, and Janelle kind of honed in on this, like our self-identity, what's mm-hmm. my calling? What's my calling? Sometimes we never gonna even understand our calling because we can't <laughs> even get the basic of the
1: universal mm-hmm. call. That's real. That is real. And then just going back to like, you know, what we said, the times and like everything that's happening in the nation's capital, like once you begin to understand that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. When I was looking at the TV, I was like, Lord, I I can only imagine what's going on in the spiritual realm. I can only imagine what kind of war because we're in a battle. You know, that's what we're called to do, like preach the gospel, but you know we're supposed to drive these things out, and I could only imagine. Like when I was praying, I was just like, "Lord, I don't even know the whole situation." And I could even, I could know the whole situation in, in the natural, but like I could, I could only imagine what's actually like behind all of this. And that's not to get like too deep, deep, you know. But Brain. yeah, We don't want to lose them, but we not want
0: to lose them. <laughs> let it go. So this is if eve could speak if she could speak right now what would she say about about this moment about her own identity what would she say in terms of her even being restored to her identity because i think sometimes we think like we may get a word or we may get a message from god and it's and but honestly and and, I, and again, look, y'all know I love Sarah Jake's shit, but she preached this message that I recently listened to, and I've listened to it, like, so many times. But she talked about just how sometimes that thing that God has spoken over our blood, over our bloodline, over even our own lives, we may not even live to necessarily see it. It may not even necessarily be for us to see, but to know that man, my grandkids and my great grandkids, my great, great, great grandchildren, they are covered because of my choosing to be obedient, because of my choosing God's identity over over my own thoughts, over my own negativity, over my own doubt, over whatever it is that's holding me back, that I then create generational wealth. I then am creating, a generational prosperity so what we do right now in this moment even as we are conversing with each amongst each other's and amongst our viewers our listeners we are creating something what do you guys think Eve would have to say about
2: this? I mean as a mother you know I'm a mom and I mean she is a mother of the entire Mm -hmm. nation, (laughs) the human species, I would, you know, speak from a loving place. Like, I think, you know, God doesn't, he said, I sent my son to, you know, to save the world, Mm -hmm. not to condemn it, you know? So, and it just, the thought of that, just really sticks with me because it's like, I think sometimes we get caught up in like, when we know we've done wrong and it seems unmanageable, That is like throw up and vomit and it's just like, it's hard to separate like, you know, like, even if somebody's listening to this right now, you feel like you've engaged in activities or behaviors that went against Christ's nation, um, his word and his nature, like, just kind of like, take a step back and not be condemned and just have like that self reflection moment, okay, on how can I make this better? How can I be more like Christ and less like me? Because you got to realize, you know, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but the flesh controls a lot of it because we don't kill it, you know? And you're supposed to carry your cross and crucify your flesh every day because your flesh wants to do what it wants to do. So if it wants you born in the sin, you know, like we were talking about Cain and Abel, you know, nothing. who taught him how to kill? I mean, the flesh, you jealous, right? Jealousy. So then you, you engage in a negative behavior. So when you think about that, you have to learn how to, like, start to just take a step back, self-reflection, and try to own in on the things that God wants for you.
1: And when you say crucify the flesh, because, you know, I kind of grew up in a Christian household. I still didn't know what that meant until, like, two months ago. What are the practical ways that people can do that?
0: <laughs> Crucifixion. Let's think about how Jesus did it, like, how, how, how did it happen? Um, we. I always like to use Jesus as example because he is the ultimate example of crucifixion. What did that take? Yes, it took a physical death for him, but he died so that we didn't have to. We wouldn't have to. So when I think about even crucifying my own uh, negative behavior, it's a it's a death.
2: It feels yeah, like it death. Yeah, it feels
0: like death. It's <laughs> a death, just like in the garden. God told them that, yo, if you eat from this tree, you're gonna die. And Satan's like, Satan's right like, surely you won't die. Said, the day you eat surely it. you won't <laughs> die. This is gonna
2: make you like God. And but some but they didn't die in that moment that day. They were spiritually died. dead. I think something died, and he said, You're gonna die the day you eat up. And I never paid attention to that. I'm like, dang the day because you think. when we be engaging and stuff that's unhealthy for us and we be like, man, this don't end in death. We don't see it right then. Like even when Jesus spoke to the fig tree and then he came back the next day and it was dead it was like, whoa, you know, just because, you know what I mean? Like he he went, walked past, bent around, you know, Mm -hmm. he went and did his little thing, came back the next day with his disciples. They heard him speak to it the day before. The next day they came back and the, the fig tree had withered up and died. It's like the same thing with that, you know, like, when god says something like you know his word is gonna come back null and void well it's not in you know yeah. it's not void so when you hear something when i think of like crucifying the flesh i always like picture like you know and i'm going back to my seminary class like a donkey and an ox right so like um the donkey never, it, it's stubborn it's not gonna move that's like your flesh you know it's in front of you and it's something that's just doesn't want to change and you have to you know pastor Darius, he cracked me up when he said this. he said you gotta can you gotta put your flesh in co- solitary confinement <laughs> you can't let it not, control it you. you you gotta control it." You. You.
0: <laughs> because the bible says that the spirit is willing mm. but the flesh is weak what is our flesh <laughs> like that's so much easier than said than done but i think that one day taking it one day at a time one victory one failure at a time Oh man, I messed it all up. I slipped and fell. Dang, what am I gonna do? Is the world Nah, baby? You gonna get up? You gonna try again? It's just like a baby. We don't have. We don't have to tell a baby, uh, oh no. We don't. We don't have to try to encourage a baby, uh, to to get up and try again. Because guess what? That's innately in them. It's innately in us to be overcomers. To get back up and do it again. Get back up Dang and it. try again. So what you failed? So what? You fell down. So what? You did it again.
1: I dare you to get up. And I think tying back to, you know, the whole, you know, uh, topic of this podcast speak like, you know, as a believer, Jesus knows exactly where you are. Like he knows exactly what you're struggling with. And instead of like, you know, trying to hide it from him, like you do your parents, like just be like, you know what, Jesus, this is this is hard for me. And that's one of the things that kind of helped me crucify the flesh was actually like taking it to Jesus and being like, you know what, this is a weakness of mine. Like, I'm gonna need help with this. I can't do this in my own strength.
2: But that's a big part too, Janelle, because a lot of people, they have pride and like we struggle and even the condition of today, I think a lot of it got to do with mm-hmm. like, you know, just the prideful nature of flesh, you know, because before pride comes destruction, I think it's hard for us to admit like I don't got this on my own,
0: yeah, that's real, man, that's real, well, ladies, I definitely appreciate y'all time, man. I'm looking to continue the discussion, um, and yo, it's always a blast, man. I'm always excited just to just to be in God's word, to have dialogue, to uh allow our listeners to to ponder on what how God is dealing with us individually.
2: Babe, can you pray us out? (laughs) Okay. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We just thank you for this opportunity for us to get together and bless your name, God. You say with two or more gathered in the midst, you are present, God. So I pray that as we are standing on holy ground, God, that you would just let your spirit fall and that you would just continue to put your spirit on each and every one of us, God, and as we're covering this topic, God, you know, convict your children and not necessarily in a in a bad way, which I know that you never do, but God, just have us to have that spirit of David where he said, create in me a new spirit, God, and renew everything that you have for us, God, and being willing to be able to say those things and speak those things over our life when we're struggling and being able to come to you and just put all of our faith and trust in you so we can be created in your image god we thank you we honor you and we praise you and it's in your son's precious name we pray Amen. Amen. amen yo
0: crucify those thoughts lay them bare on the cross those thoughts that tell you that you're nobody that you're nothing that you're not worth it that this is the best that you can do and have crucify that crucify that tonight okay yo that's all Mm -hmm. if he can speak deuces